Welcome to Rama for Today. Was well, anything different I said about that last 17 or that last half of my sermon? And Mr. Cox said, well, everybody afterwards is talking about it said it didn't look like you. Your face just lit up. Your face shone like an angel. And the word just come pouring out of your mouth. And everybody was amazed. Well, thank God for the manifestation of the glory. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on Rhema for Today Radio. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. And that cloud filled the whole thing. I can't see a thing in the world. The room is filled with a cloud. I could hear the sound of my voice, but I don't know, didn't know then, don't know now. One single word to said. And then it began to lift. It lifted from around the pulpit and the little platform first. I could see the pulpit and then the altar and then the first pew and the second pew and the third pew and the fourth pew. And we had three sections and this over in the corner, but there wasn't about five or six pews. And so it wouldn't hold very many people. I couldn't regain control of what I'm saying, although I could hear the sound of my voice. I was preaching all the time until it left the whole building. When it lifted, then I looked at my watch. It had been 17 minutes. It had been 17 minutes. And so I don't know what to say now because I don't know what I've been saying. <laughs> so I don't know how to hook on to what I've been saying. So I just said, everybody bow your head and let's pray. And so I prayed and gave an invitation. After the service was over, I stayed that night. I'd stay sometime with some folks by the name of Terry. And maybe Jay will be here during this meeting. He got saved out there at six years of age. Pastor now, Southside Assembly of God Church in McKinney. But I'd stay sometimes with uh, Mr. R.O. Cox and uh, his uh, son-in-law and daughter, you know, ran, lived there on the farm place and ran the farm. And so uh, the next morning at the breakfast table, because out there on the farm, of course, you know, they got up early. And dude, his son-in-law, he's already out in the field, you know. And then Mary, I don't know what she's doing, but she's doing something around there. And Mr. Cox and I, because you see, he's 89. And he didn't get up very early, and I didn't get up very early. And so we eat breakfast around 8 o'clock in the morning. They got up, you know, it's sun up. You know, that's what you do out in the country. I have to explain that to these young folks nowadays, because they don't know anything. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and so... Uh, I said to Mr. R.O. Cox, I said, uh, that last 17 minutes last night of my sermon, because I'd been preaching 17 minutes when the glory came in, and it was there 17 minutes, so I quit 34 minutes. I said, that last 17 minutes, the last half of my sermon last night, was it all right? Oh, yeah, yeah, he said, fine. Well, I said, uh, why? I said, well, I just want to know. What I said that last 17 minutes, did it fit my text all right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, did it fit in with what I had been saying the first 17? Oh, yeah, fit right in. Why? Well, I said, was there anything different about that? That last 17 minutes. He said, why? I said, well, you tell me and then I'll tell you. <laughs> was there anything different, I said, about that last 17 or that last half of my sermon? And Mr. Cox said, well, everybody afterwards is talking about it said it didn't look like you. Your face just lit up. Your face shone like an angel. And the word just come pouring out of your mouth. And everybody was amazed. Well, thank God for the manifestation of the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now, 
then I, I pastored out there between two and three years, that little church in the country. And while I was out there, I was filled with the Holy Ghost, spoke in other tongues. Then in 1938, I accepted the pastorate of a little full gospel church in the black land of north central Texas called Tom Bean, Texas. That's down in the southeast corner of Grayson County. Sherman is the county seat of Grayson County. Well, I was single in those days, and that's where I met my lovely wife and married her. But in those days, they called me String Bean from Tom Bean. <laughs> but them days are gone forever. <laughs> Amen. I only weighed 138 pounds. And so, uh, I, I uh, you know, just a single young man, they didn't have any pastors, any place for a pre the pastor to stay. I stayed first in the home of one of the deacons of the church. Now, he tried his best to get me interested, and this was before Orita showed up on the scene. But he tried to get me interested in another young lady there in the church. And at every meal, while he would talk about, you know, her qualifications, she could play a guitar and sing. In those days, in Pentecostal circles, if you couldn't play a guitar and sing, why, well, boy, you're just out of it, that's all. <laughs> and she could play a guitar and sing beautifully, and, uh, and so on and so forth. And, and we'd go to youth rallies, young people's rallies, or visit a revival meeting or something. And he wouldn't tell me, but he'd always go by. He'd take his family, and I'd ride up in the front seat with him. And he'd always go by and get her. There's no place for her to sit except up the front seat. He did his best. Well, in the fall of the year, I went up there in the summertime, and we'd have Wednesday night services, Sunday morning services, Sunday night service. But in the fall of the year, because, you see, this is farmer. All of my folks are farmers. We had a few people who lived in town. Only 102 people lived in town. But there's more people in those days in the country than there was in town. They've all come, gone to town since then. And they're farmers. And cotton was king. And so you pick cotton in the fall. And so in the fall of the year, we would dismiss because everybody's working Wednesday night service. And through the fall months, we'd have Saturday night service, Sunday morning service, and Sunday night service. Well, this young lady was scheduled to sing a special song in this uh, Saturday night service. But she didn't show up. She wasn't there. We went right ahead with the service nonetheless. And then on Sunday morning, I'm up preaching in the pulpit, just preaching away, when suddenly that cloud came and just enveloped me. I couldn't see a person. I couldn't see anything. I could hear, I looked at my watch just before I went into it. Had that same dollar watch. I mean, a year later, it's still ticking right away. Or two years later, still going right along. And so uh, I, uh, I could hear the sound of my voice, but I couldn't distinguish one single word. I said, I don't know what I said. I just hear this, heard the sound of my voice. And then suddenly, and, and you've got to realize, friends, that there's a fine line between fanaticism and reality. And a lot of folks get off into everything in the world. But friends, it is as the Spirit wills, not something that you put yourself into some kind of a something. The Word of God said that Peter went out on the housetop to pray and he fell into a trance. Now he didn't put himself into a trance. He didn't try to go into a trance. In other religions and, and in false things and cults and so on and so forth, they, they endeavor to put themselves into a trance. 
or to go into a trance. But you see, over in this realm of real Bible, praise God, when the Spirit of God moves, it is as the Spirit wills, and you don't try to put yourself into anything. Just let the Holy Ghost do it. Just learn to flow with Him. And so I could hear the sound of my voice, all right, just preaching away. And I'm in that glory, but suddenly I was gone. And I'm standing on the street, and I knew it was Saturday night, right in the middle of my sermon. I'm standing on the street over in Van Austin, Texas, a little town of about 1,500 that was about 15 miles away from us. And I'm standing up back against the front of a building there. And uh, I saw this young lady come walking down the street. And about the time she got to where I was, there was a car come down the street and pulled in to the head end, to the curb, that's the way you parked, and sounded the horn. And she went and got in the car. And he backed out, turned the other way, and started out of town. Suddenly I'm sitting in the back seat of the car. And they went out there in the country and committed adultery. And there I am standing there watching them. <laughs> and then suddenly I realize I'm back there in the, in, in the, uh, that cloud. I'm still in the cloud to hear the sound of a voice, but I don't know what I'm saying. And then it lifted. And so I didn't know what to, what to say. And so I just said, everybody bow your head. <laughs> and we prayed because I didn't know how to hook on to what I'd been saying. And I looked at my watch. And again, I'd been gone about 15 minutes in the cloud. And so, uh, dismissed the service. I'm shaking hands with folks as they went out the door. This young lady came by and I said, we missed you last night. She said, yes, I was over in Van Osteen. I said, yeah, I know. God showed me that just for my own benefit. I dropped her like a hot iron. I remember in that same church, I, I left the service one Wednesday night. This is the fourth time I had that manifestation. I left the church Wednesday night. Little town, you know, 200 people probably lived there then. And after Wednesday night service, and, and now I'm living, I'm standing with another. In fact, in fact, I was standing with Brother and Sister Hollingshead at this time. He is an older gentleman, the lady retired. And I paid them $2.50 a week for room and board. Now, you've got to realize this is 1938 Depression days. And, uh, man, you talk about eating. Sister Hollingshead, she could cook. And so I, uh, I asked Brother Hollingshead, I said, after we got back that Sunday, you know, that afternoon we were talking, I said, the last half of my sermon, was it all right? Yeah. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Uh, honey, we have a great offer this month. Uh, this is six CDs of, of your father's Holy Spirit series, and he was a great teacher on uh, that. He was a great, great teacher on the Holy Spirit, and uh, this is six CDs that uh, deal with, with the basics. That, and I just want to read these here. The Holy Spirit in you, God's gift to, to, to us, and then... What does it mean to be filled? And then he, what good are tongues? He deals with that subject. Mm -hmm. And then he talks about tongues forbidden are encouraged. And then the importation and instruction. And so all of this is here. 
and this is a, this is a great great series for you that maybe don't understand the yes. Holy Spirit or somebody that you know that that is interested in the Holy Spirit but they don't understand it. This would be excellent, excellent, excellent. And your book, How to Fulfill Your Divine Destiny. You know, and this is the beginning of a, yes. of a year. And um, so many times we need to know how we can fill the destiny now, that God has for us. Actually, this book is taken from several of my little mini books uh, that where I, uh, I, was, I was teaching on the, you know, destiny and fulfilling what God has for you. And they, they, they put it all together and, and it made an excellent book. It's not just for people that are, it's not for ministry people. This yes. is for people, all people, because God has a destiny for Absolutely. everybody. Every one of you have a destiny <clears throat> and you can fulfill that destiny if you know the biblical principles to do so. That's right. And my CD, Keep the Fire Burning. We have to keep the fire burning in our lives. You know, in the natural, we have to keep the fire burning. That's right. I know, you know, we just completed 58 years of marriage. Yeah, December the 30th. Yeah. And uh, you have to keep that fire burning, That's that spark. Right. Well, the same thing in our spiritual life. We need to keep the fire burning. And so that is for a, a gift of $40 or $40 more. $40 or more. Go right now to your computer and, and order it. Rhema.org and order it right now. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.